With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Angeles. Start winning at the races with Daily Racing Form's new mobile pass performances. Access the most trusted information in horse racing, including exclusive buyer speed figures and best-in-class expert selections. Experience the new mobile-optimized DRF pass performances on your phone from anywhere at any time. Get true mobile PPs with every DRF race card you download. Try DRF mobile pass performances today at drf.com. Racing fans, don't miss Breeders' Cup Classic Day this Saturday at Spectacular Santa Anita. Admission gates open early for simulcast wagering on a tremendous undercard from Keeneland at 7 a.m. And first live race post time at Santa Anita is at 12.30. Can John Sadler's mighty flight line remain unbeaten and win the $6 million Classic? Don't miss a minute of the action and experience a day you'll never forget right here at Santa Anita. Post time for the Breeders' Cup Classic is at 2.40 Pacific time. Closing day for our current 18-day autumn meet is Sunday. And please note, with the switch back to Pacific Standard Time, we will have special early first post time on Sunday at 12 noon. As always, there will be mandatory payouts in all exotic wagers. And fans, we look forward to seeing you on opening day of our traditional winter spring meeting the day after Christmas on Monday, December 26th. The following is a sponsored program that does not reflect the opinions or policies of KEIB AM 1150 The Patriot or iHeartMedia. coverage on everything going on in the sport of kings here in southern california and around the country and here's your host jason levine yeah hey good saturday morning to everybody or should i say good breeders cup saturday to every morning it's here are you ready we're ready so ready ah we had the prelims yesterday two-year-olds and now we have the big show today uh yeah, nine races, or as an esteemed colleague said, eight races and a parade. We'll see about that. Um, of course, the, the parade was referring to Flightline. Got to start with him because he may be one of the best we've ever seen. And today will go a long way towards determining that. Uh, 
best field he's ever faced in the Breeders' Cup Classic, which is going to happen at about 2.40 California time, 5.40 on the East Coast. And uh, what a way to cap off a, a phenomenal day of racing to see a, a horse of this ability um, be tested uh, or as, as tested as we can test him. Uh, is going to be awesome. What a, what a tremendous way to, to finish. So we have an awful lot to cover. Uh, so let's, let's get right to it. <sighs> it occurred to me looking at, at a few things, uh, you know, this is the 30, 39th running, uh, started in 1984, the Breeders' Cup. And I was there uh, at the Pavilion of the Stars, which was brand new and uh, built past the finish line. It was uh, kind of a white elephant, did not work out well at all. Uh, but they built it for the Breeders' Cup, Marge Everett. And uh, I was there with my dad, and I just, I'll never forget his reaction once we did get to the seats, which was not easy to do. Massive crowd that had at Hollywood Park. He goes, well, these seats aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning of a tough day for us. Uh, I don't think we cashed much that day at all, but it was, it was fun to, to see uh, all the horses come together. It had never happened, and for it to happen in Southern California was pretty cool. And then the, that Breeders' Cup Classic, uh, if you're not familiar with it, is remains one of the all-time greatest races ever run. Huge upset, uh, inquiry, just uh, you know everything you could want and more in a horse race to, to cap off the day. Um, and uh, here we are this many years later. Uh, one of the great things about horse racing is I was able to go then. If I wanted to, I could go you know now. I was there last year and. Uh, and the people within the game uh, can still do it too. And John Gosden was, is a good example. He's got uh, Nashua in the Philly and Mare turf today and Mishriff in the Breeders' Cup turf. He's one of the best trainers in the world. And as a young man, he was at the first Breeders' Cup training Royal Heroin. If you're old enough, you remember how good she was. Came over from Europe and uh, just dominated in 1984 and was heading into the Breeders' Cup mile looking very very tough and she smoked him uh, what a brilliant uh, filly she was and here he is 38 39 years later at the top of his game and that's one of the great things about horse racing the, the longevity of the the humans in the game is uh, is phenomenal so uh, i still like to bet john gosden i like both of his horses i'll say that uh, today uh, but pretty cool that uh, we're able to do this um, I should mention that the rider of Royal Heroin was Fernando Toro, Toro on the turf, one of the things I grew up with. Again, if you're old enough, you remember, he was a genius on the grass. And that leads me into yesterday's action where we saw some genius rides from the European riders, especially William Buick and Ryan Moore. They are the two top riders in Europe, and they showed why yesterday. They outrode everybody on the track. They showed tremendous guts, courage timing, ability, uh, really phenomenal rides uh, on the grass for the two big operations, Coolmore from Ireland and Godolphin for Dubai. They are the, the top riders for those top outfits, and they, they dominated <laughs> yesterday, uh, just dominated. Two wins for Coolmore, one for Godolphin, and, of course, the, the final race was Coolmore beating Godolphin by an inch. 
so yeah, it was uh, good racing. Another thing to note from yesterday, the two winners on the dirt, uh, that would be Wonder Wheel uh, for the Phillies and Forte for the Colts, both won at Keeneland prior to this. So it always has been a horse for course place. Uh, it's a huge advantage to have success over the racetrack, dirt or turf. And this was another example of that. These were a pair of two-year-olds who won the big preps at Keeneland and sure enough came back and won the Breeders' Cup over the same track. So um, just keep that in mind today. There's quite a few horses that have nice records at Keeneland. It is an advantage. Um, big uh, defeat yesterday was of Cave Rock from the Bob Baffert barn. That seemed to be a little antsy before the race. Uh, may have left a little bit of his race in the paddock. Then he kind of dueled with a, a long shot, was unable to settle, and got run down by Forte. Not a great day for Bob Baffert yesterday. He did have a scratch today. Laurel River is not going to run in the dirt mile. So yesterday was a, a tremendous appetizer for what we've got going on today. Um, I'm going to try to lay out uh, kind of the storylines and some horses to watch in each of the races. And then, of course, we'll be joined by Steve, who hit the pick four yesterday for you. That was pretty nice. Paid, what, four four fifty. Uh, helped that the Victoria Road did win that last race. He had that horse on top, $13 and change, and the exacta. And uh, a quick note about betting, because it happened to me yesterday. Um, so I just wanted to throw it out there to everybody. I was, uh, I like Victoria Road, and obviously the favorite in there, and was figuring out how to bet it, and I like some long shots underneath. So I put together a trifecta that was 1-4 with 1-4. Those were the two, you know, Godolphin and Coolmore horses. Uh, with, and then I, th I had five, I believe, or six uh, price horses that I liked underneath. So I, I put it out and I was about to punch it in and it hit me. And I said, oh, no, 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 don't do that. It's the Breeders' Cup. Use all in the third slot. Don't leave out five horses because <laughs> it doesn't cost you that much money. I think it was another $10, another $8, whatever it was. It was not much at all. I think it was eight or 10. And I caught myself and I said, no, 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 you, you should know this by now. Do not set yourself up that way for a huge defeat. Uh, you really don't know who's going to finish third here. They're all talented. Come on now, wake up. So I, I canceled it and I, I went one four one four all. And sure enough, uh, the horse I liked best was Mo Stash at 50 to one. Horse ran unbelievable, but got beat for third in the final 50 yards. And that would have knocked me out of the try. Well, instead, using all, I had it. Uh, it was a nice payout, not life-changing, but a, a nice score at the end of the day. So just throwing that out there to remind everybody, if you're in that position and a bet's going to cost you an extra four, six, eight, ten, twelve dollars $12, but you get that kind of coverage, do it. Today's the day to do that. Every day really is, but today especially. So uh, just a reminder. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's go down the line here. Um, so many races. The first one starts less than an hour after the show. That is the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Sprint. And I will talk about that show from a thoroughgraph perspective at the end of the show. So in the final segment today, I will give out thoroughgraphs plays there. Um, it's really kind of a play against a couple horses. It's going to be a four-horse uh, box in that Philly and Mare Sprint. 
the storylines there. Uh, defending champion comes back. That CC, who sprung the upset over Gamine last year uh, at Del Mar, has had a pretty good year this year, but seems to be kind of in and out. You know, good race, bad race. And that pattern says bad race today. Uh, she's a very, very nice horse for Michael McCarthy. Has earned over $2 million. She drew the four hole here. Um, the likely favorite is the eight Goodnight Olive, who has won five of six lifetime for Chad Brown. Very lightly raced. Three races this year, all easy wins. I think she'll be around two to one in there. Um, Echo Zulu shows up. She draws outside. Um, she's a Breeders' Cup winner from Del Mar last year. It's a very nice 13-horse field to start things off, which is really a, a great way to start a Breeders' Cup with a race like that. Um, that's followed by the turf sprint. And here again, we have a defending champ. It's Golden Pal, who is going for his third consecutive Breeders' Cup win. A win as a two-year-old, as a three-year-old, and coming back here, trying to win the turf sprint again. Um, he is four for four over the Keeneland grass. So we talk about horse for course. He is the one. <laughs> uh, he'll be a short price. There is a Charlie Appleby trained Godolphin horse in there. Again, we told you all about him. We spent part of a whole show a couple of weeks ago talking about Charlie Appleby and the six horses he was bringing. And sure enough, the first one yesterday won at a price. Mischief magic. You will not get a price on Charlie Appleby again. Not a big one. Uh, he has creative force on the rail. It's a very nice horse. Uh, and he is in that turf sprint as well. It is a loaded field, but Golden Pal is awfully fast, awfully good horse. So uh, that is the second race today uh, of all the Breeders' Cup races. It'll be very interesting to see if anybody can, can beat Golden Pal. Um, the Dirt Mile follows that. Uh, we saw Life is Good win this race last year so impressively. He was... I thought the best horse we saw last year. Um, and of course he proved it by then smoking Nick's go the classic winner uh, when they met two months later in the Pegasus and life is good as back in the classic this year. And he's the one uh, that may, may uh, make flight line work for the first time in his career today and, and maybe make him dig deep uh, once we get to that breeders cup classic. But anyway, Life is good, not in the dirt mile. He'd be one to five in there. Um, and it opens the race up, right? Now, now this is, a, I think, a, a pretty wide open race. I believe the favorite will be Cody's Wish for trainer Bill Mott, who's got a few uh, horses that look pretty darn good today. Uh, again, Laurel River is out of that race. A law Professor is in there at a big price. That's the horse that ran second to Life is Good uh, in the Woodward in the slop. Uh, he's interesting. Uh, Gunite comes back in two weeks. He's been on an absolute roll for Steve Asmussen as a three-year-old. He gets three pounds in there. So it's a, a very good betting race, uh, the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. That will be followed by the Philly and Mare Turf. Jay is going to talk about this race, so I'll pretty much leave that to him. But there are four Europeans in this race, um, and they are good ones. And there are three horses from the Chad Brown Barn, as you would expect. They all drew outside, which is not good at Keeneland in this race. It is a fairly short run to the first turn, uh, and that is not where you want to draw. So uh, the Europeans, John Gosden has Nashua in there. As I mentioned, I think she's very, very good. I know she's a very, very good uh, Philly three-year-old, and uh, ridden by Holly Doyle, a wonderful female rider. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Coming over and ready to go. So that's the Philly and Mayor Turf. Jay will talk about that. Then we have the Breeders' Cup Sprint storyline there. Uh, the mayor going against the boys, Kimari for Wesley Ward. Uh, she's got two wins at Keeneland. She draws the two hole. She's got to beat Jackie's Warrior, who's got to overcome his Breeders' Cup jinx. Has not run well in his two Breeders' Cup starts. He comes in here on a, on a serious roll. He's a very fast horse. Uh, but Kamari is also very fast, and there's a couple other good ones in there. So it's a very good uh, Breeders' Cup Sprint edition. Then we get to the mile, which I think is probably the best race of the day. Uh, and Steve is going to talk about that race, so I will leave that mostly to him. Uh, but a 14-horse field, domestic spending draws the far outside, which is a terrible post for Chad Brown. Hasn't run in over a year. It's an awfully nice horse. Uh, Ken Ross comes in. Uh, as the, probably the top European here. Uh, it's just a wonderful race. I believe there's six Europeans uh, in this race. There's one I definitely like. That is three Dream Loper. Um, I know Steve likes somebody else in there. Uh, but, uh, wow, really, really, really nice race. Uh, the Breeders' Cup mile. That kicks off the pick four. It's followed by the Distaff, which is a phenomenal race as well a small field but seven of the eight have a chance in there and it's the three-year-olds nest society and secret oath against the older fillies malatat search results clarier and blue stripe so tremendous amount of talent in the distaff <laughs> loaded as you would hope for this year and uh, interesting to see how the three-year-olds do their society of course the horse steve gave out three weeks ago at a very nice price who just absolutely ran them off their feet and is going to look to do that again trying to go wire to wire in there then we have the turf breeders cup turf not the best quality field but a very good betting race two horses from charlie appleby and godolphin they will both be bet as they deserve to be two from aiden o'brien and we've got another mare going against the boys warlike goddess for bill mott who's going to try the mile and a half because he thought that was better for her she's very very good and is the final start of mishriff who was the best horse in the world about a year ago has tailed off a little bit this year, but trained by John Gosden, and we'll see what he can do. Um, so nice addition of the turf. And then we have Flightline and Life is Good and Taiba and Epicenter and Hot Rod Charlie and Olympiad and the Derby winner, Rich Strike. Uh, so again, really solid field uh, to face Flightline. Hopefully, as I've said many times, Life is Good is ready to run his best race. He is a brilliant horse. He's run a negative five on thoroughgraph numbers, which you almost never, ever see. Uh, if he puts together his all-time best race, 
today, uh, then I think we have a challenge, at least for Flightline. And we'll find out a little bit more about how great he is uh, today. Uh, regardless, he faces the, by far the best field he's ever faced. They're all ready to go. And um, he's ready to go. The good news with Flightline is everything has gone according to plan. Uh, this was a horse that had a little bit of difficulty actually getting to the races early in his career, but has been uh, pretty on it the last three or four months or so, which has been great, been working great. Uh, he has been schooling and galloping beautifully at Keeneland, so no excuses. Flightline is ready, and it is likely his final start, which is unfortunate. That's the business these days. Uh, if it is his final start and the connections know that, and of course they do, um, maybe today they let him roll. Uh, and really, really go for it and go into that fifth gear. Uh, we'll see, but it's going to be a hell of a way to close a great day of racing. So, so excited um, to get a, to get after it. Um, I did give you a couple of nice price plays yesterday. Pretty proud of that uh, on the website. I'm leaving it to the guys today. Uh, Steve, of course, has his big boy, uh, which just digs deeper and goes deeper in every race with tries and supers, pick three, pick four. He hit the pick four yesterday. So he's ready to roll. He's got the big boy. He's got the full card. Um, and then he's got Santa Anita. Jay similarly has the full card at Keeneland and Santa Anita. Um, he had a couple nice winners there yesterday and a very nice day at Keeneland. We'll talk more about that when he comes on. Oh, man, a lot happening, right? So let's bring uh, Mr. Pollock on, Mr. Steve Pollock. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing? This Breeders' Cup, man. How do you think I'm doing? <laughs> well, I got to be honest. I am very excited to be out of traffic. Uh, we did sit for about an hour. I was going. To, I'm going to Santa Anita today, and uh, was planning on how I had a nice spot all set out with a table, but uh, it just didn't work out. And here we are. I'm on the freeway, and we're just getting off at Baldwin Avenue. So, uh, got some guys in the car that I'm hanging out with, and uh, we're headed to the track. Headed to the track to, to, to play in some tournaments and throw in some serious wagers, as you did yesterday. So you're like a jockey that has to adjust. You didn't get the trip you expected, and now you've got to uh, you, you got to thread your way through traffic like Ryan Moore or William Buick and uh, and get, get where you need to be. Oh, those, those two guys could ride a little bit, huh? How about those two rides yesterday? Uh, yeah, well, beautiful to watch in real time and then uh, watching replays, you know, with the camera on those horses. Um, as we talked about after the races yesterday, those guys, that's all they ride is the turf. That's it exclusively. It's how they train their horses. Uh, they, they run in traffic. They train them that way. They're more comfortable than our riders in tight quarters, going through small holes, pushing through, waiting, waiting, waiting. And they showed it. And uh, it got the job done. They needed to, to do that to win those races and did. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, those yeah. It's a combination of that, isn't it, Jason? And, and, and those horses are just better. I mean, uh, yeah. the Euros just absolutely dominated the grass yesterday. I really thought that the Americans would have a good chance in that sprint race, that little five-and-a-half furlonger, and that was not the case. Uh, oh. You know, my horse in that race, Speedboat Beach, just did, just was unable to get clear early, and obviously you could tell early that horse wasn't going to be doing any running. But uh, that was another explosion late in the race and, and all Europe, they just completely dominated the grass yesterday. And, and, uh, you know, I've got to say, I, I was the one person that I was not surprised that cave rock got beat. I, I, you know, these horses, they, they, they take pressure and 
when they take pressure and it gets to be a longer distance and a different racetrack, it's a different situation. And I heard a lot of people say this horse is the most likely winner at Breeders' Cup, and I just I just did not agree with that. I think there's a there's a couple today, and obviously it's easier to say that afterward now. But uh, I certainly think there's a couple today that are that way. But uh, that was not the case with with Cave Rock yesterday. No, and and to your credit, you used Forte in the pick four uh, rather than singling Cave Rock, and that got you the pick four score. So uh, right. you know, taking taking those kind of stands, making those kind of decisions. That's the whole point. <laughs> Have an opinion, stand by it, bet it, and if you're right, bam. And if it's Breeders' Cup, you know you can double or triple that bam uh, at the windows because of the size of the fields and the size of the pools, and you know you get your price. I mean, I got fifty to one on most stash in the last race yesterday. I was, I just couldn't believe that he ran fourth, ran great, uh, but that's Breeders' Cup, right? You get twenty-five to one on some horses that you're thinking is going to be twelve. Uh, so it's, uh, it's that kind of a day and you just have to be right a few times. Um, so I know that's the plan for you today. Um, it is the final likely final start of flight line. Um, if it wasn't cave rock, he is the most likely winner. Uh, but again, it's horse racing. It's a different racetrack. It's the best field he's faced. Let's see. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, uh, when I saw the draw, that was kind of the last draw for me to think that maybe it's going to be tough for him to be beaten because he's had a lot of trouble early in these races, and then he just overcomes that trouble so quickly, and he's just so brilliantly fast uh, after they make that turn, uh, that, 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 that second half that he runs in every race, Jason, is so, so impressive. And uh, I just thought that if he was inside – that maybe something could go wrong, but he drew outside of uh, life. Uh, life is good, life is, and I yep. think that's a great spot for him to be. And he, I think he's going to be tough. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he he looks very very tough. All systems are go. There have been no blips uh, in training at all or preparation for this, which is great. That's what you want to see with the best horses. That seems to be the case for everybody else in the field. Uh, so, you know, they're going to throw it down, and uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about what might be the best horse we've seen in 20, 30, 40 years. Um, and today we'll, we'll go a long way towards determining where he fits, uh, you know, uh, amongst the all-time greats if he does it again um, after that unbelievable Pacific Classic winning by 19. And to give you an idea of, of what, you know, people in the game think, I had somebody recognize me at the Clipper game after the game the other night and the only thing they said was, hey, Jason, and I turned around. Is Flightline going to win by 20 again? Uh, and that, that, that gives you some idea, right? I mean, this is – we've not seen this. I mean, it's exciting. That's uh, what it's all about. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. My, you know, my baseball life with my son, all the people from my baseball life have either texted me or seen me, and they're all like, hey, what's this new horse? And it's so <laughs> cool to see people like that excited. And even my mom – said to me, what about this horse flight line? I couldn't believe it. My mom is 90 <laughs> years old and she's been watching the sports and uh, she sees this horse on TV and she's all excited about watching him run. So I am going to be placing a wager on that horse today for my mom. <laughs> hey, well, that, that right there tells the story. <laughs> so we got your mom hooked uh, at, again, uh, late in the game. It's awesome. So yeah, it's, uh, that is it's awesome. Be, it's a great way to, to cap off a great day of racing. They give us that whole hour after the turf, which I think is a little crazy, but uh, that's just going to increase the drama. And one last thing about Flightline, and then I know you've got a couple races to give out. 
this is the first time he's really going to run in front of a serious crowd. There was a pretty good crowd at Belmont when he ran there. They were not there to seek him. Um, but that's very spread out. This is a concentrated, small, uh, physical plant. There's going to be 45 or more thousand people there. It's the end of a big day. It's Kentucky. They're going to be drunk. Uh, trust me on that. And it's going to be, it's going to be nuts there. And he's, he's not experienced that at all uh, in the paddock, um, on the track. So a little bit of a new vibe uh, for flight line. It's a great way for him to potentially close his career. And I'm thrilled that, you know, so many people are going to be there to see him, but it's going to be different for him. And uh, that's again, something else he has to deal with. Uh, I don't think cave rock dealt with it very well yesterday. And we'll see. Uh, Flightline, nothing has bothered him yet. Um, but it is going to be a little bit of a different atmosphere for him. A fun one, but uh, a little crazier than he's used to. So so we will see. Um, all right. Absolutely, uh, Jason. One other thing that one other obstacle he may have to overcome. It's supposed to be pretty windy out there today. So keep your okay. eyes on that, folks. You might get some clues in these early races that are coming up right now uh, as to see whether it's into a headwind. I, I, I didn't get a direction of the wind. It was supposed to be swirling. But I would seek a look. That track might be different today, and that might cause something. That might cause you to, to make a different decision on, a, on either that race or certainly a lot of the other races, Jason, that are going to be run. Okay. Yeah, especially on the dirt where it's going to be real important. They're going to be going fast depending where the wind is. So that's a good thing for people to note. Um, all right, you're going to be talking about a turf race. So let's go ahead and do that. You're I talking am. about the, uh, the Breeders' Cup Mile, right? I am talking about the Breeders' Cup Mile, and I'm talking about a, a good way to bet this race, too, Jason. Uh, I do have a selection for you, but a little bit different playing these races than playing uh, a race at, uh, at, say, Santa Anita. I like the trifecta in this race, Jason. We're going we're gonna to key around that. Um, so let me go over a few of the horses that I like. But I'm going to start out with Annapolis, and I, the reason I'm going to play Annapolis as my top horse in this race is I really believe the other two horses that I'm going to mention next – are going to be absolutely hammered. I do think the Four Horse Modern Games ran a race last time uh, on a real billy bog of a turf course, Jason. I don't think he had very good footing there, but the race that horse ran up at Woodbine, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, might have been last week, that race that he ran at Woodbine, it wins this one. It really does, and it's a different level from what these horses are running. Seven to two, I don't think you're going to see so what I think is going to end up happening is a horse like Annapolis is going to go off at maybe 15 to 1. So, again, we'll get back to Annapolis. But the other European in there, a horse named Kinross, boy, Jason, yes. this horse has been really solid on tape too. So these are two really solid horses, and we always talk about ground loss on this show. You know, I expect Kinross to actually get a fairly decent trip. There's a lot of speed in the race. And I think the speed horses are going to really have a tough time. Smooth like straight. I'm going to have to throw him out, Jason, with all the speed in this race coming off of that kind of a layoff. Beyond brilliant, Pogo is really fast when this horse runs overseas. I'd be really interested to see how that horse's speed uh, compares to beyond brilliant and smooth like straight speed. So I think the pace is going to be fast, and I think they're going to spread out. And a horse like Kinross, I think it's going to get a good trip. Jason, my best bet at Breeders' Cup last year was Ivar. He's coming back around. i got to use yep. him. 
And I'm also going to use the mayor, Regal Glory. She's so good. And I thought Regal Glory's race was almost as good as Annapolis's race. It was a shorter field. But I thought that horse ran really well in that race, just ran into a really good horse that had gotten a loose lead. So I'm going to use Regal Glory. So my play in the race, Jason, it's a five-horse try box, and I know that sounds unusual to a lot of you, but I'm going to play four, six, eight, eleven, and 13. It's a $60 play for a dollar. You can bet it for 50 cents. It'll cost you $30. That's my yep. try bet. And I am going to play Annapolis to win. Jason, you and I were talking about this horse the other day, and I just think this guy is getting really good. And I really think that they're going to bet those Europeans so heavily today that I think this guy will be closer to the 15 to 16 to 1 range. And if that's the case, we've got a heck of a trainer. We've got Irad Ortiz. And I think this guy is just getting good. And like his daddy, who was a Breeders' Cup Turf Mile winner at 3, this one's getting real good at the time, and maybe this one can go forward today and upset the apple cart here at what I think will be a much bigger number than his morning line. No doubt Jason Modern Games is the horse to beat, and I think Ken Ross is going to be tough. So I think we've got a good five-horse try box in there. Again, those numbers are 4, 6, 8, 11, and 13. Box those five, and then we'll make a small win bet here on number 11, Annapolis, or you could even bet that one to win in place, Jason. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good idea, too. I, I believe modern games will be 8 to 5 in there. He's 72 on the morning That's what line. I'm I thinking, think, too, Jason. Yeah, he, he, it's Charlie Appleby. It's William Buick. Uh, the form is there, uh, and the steam is there, too. So I think he's the, the strong favorite in that race. He's a uh, strong, yeah. strong horse. He is going to fire. The, you know, the, yeah. the thing about him, the only thing, if he comes back and runs the race he ran at Woodbine, he's going to win. I just wonder how much gas is left in the tank. But now that I know the price is going to be low, I'm okay with that. And listen, if that horse wins, we can still hit that try. Remember, this is a 14-horse sure. field. 14-horse field, even with an 8-5 to five winning, you're still going to get a nice pay. Uh, you're still going to get a nice payout, especially if we can get a price in uh, on the board uh, on that race. We can still get you know two, three hundred dollars back in that mm-hmm. trifecta, and that's what we're shooting for. Well, you're shooting for you're shooting to beat him <laughs> and get a lot more. We than are that, shooting but... for if if he wins. This we're saying we're saying that's the bottom end. We're exactly. we're op- obviously running. We're we're looking more optimistic and hoping that it's three different horses. You are correct on that one. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, that's the Breeders' Cup Mile. That's race eight at Keeneland, and that does kick off the pick four for people inclined to go in that direction. And of course, it would be part of the pick five and pick six. Um, but try is a very very interesting way to go. I talked about that earlier in the show. All right, 
Uh, quickly, let's give a Santa Anita play. All right, Jason, I'll tell you, I am actually pretty excited about this horse's chances today. Got a little bit of an obscure jockey on there with everybody out of town, um, but it's race eight. We're, we're at six furlongs. This is on the flat, not down the hill. This is on the flat. Got a horse in here that has had some very interesting trips of late and is a big price. It's a 10-horse Neptune Storm, Jason. This guy's been around for a while. When he showed up at Del Mar three, four races ago, it was actually four races ago, I really thought, well, this horse has got to be done now. He's just run too many times, and he just doesn't look like he's he's all that healthy anymore. So he ran that race against Gregorian Chant, Jason. He was wide every step of the way, and I was really impressed with how he ran. Gregorian Chant had gotten a great trip on the rail, and this horse was very wide in that race. And the next time out, this horse ran in a race that you liked, a horse named Count of Amazonia, and he ran yeah. against Count of Amazonia and Shadow Sphinx. And in that race, Jason, I thought he ran very good in that race, too. And he was really wide. Look, he had the nine post. So he comes back after that, runs a dirt race. He was claimed out of that race. I don't care about that dirt race. This is not a dirt horse. And then last time out, Jason, that was a really fast race down the hill. They ran 111 and 4. At 43 and 4, this horse was right behind the pace. And I will tell you, the rider never got a chance. He never got a chance to move. And I think that really will make this a buried horse. I think a lot of people are just going to toss this horse. But I think the way the, the way the pace is might have to go a little wide. It could be more perfect if we had a little bit of a better draw because the outside isn't necessarily the best. But we will get a price in here at 12 to 1. And I'm going to use the 4 creative peak, the 11 respect the code, and the 12, Gregory's Pride, is certainly a fast horse, but he always seems to find a way to lose. Maybe he lost this one at the draw with that far outside draw. I'm going to use him as well. So for me, in race number eight, it's the 10, Neptune Storm, with 4, 11, and 12. All right, again, that is race eight at Santa Anita. First post there is at 1230. Uh, quick reminder for everybody, they do take a uh, – a break um, for the classic, uh, about 45 minutes or so, so everybody can uh, can watch that. Um, and uh, race eight should go off around 4:30 or so California time. Uh, again, this is six furlongs on the turf, not down the hill, but on the flat on the new chute that has been getting so much use uh, out at the great race place, where it's going to be a beautiful day. And you're there, right, Steve? Enjoy the day. I am. I'm sitting here in the owner's parking lot. Uh, in my buddy's car, they are long since gone, and uh, it's just me in the car now. But uh, I hope everybody has a great day out there, Jason. It's a it's a it's a heck of a card. Uh, you know, uh, this is a very very good betting card, no doubt about it. Take your time, get yourself a plan, get focused, and uh, go make some money. There you go. That's the idea. You do the same, sir. Good luck. All right, everybody, have a wonderful wonderful day out there, and. Uh, Let's hope we can all get lucky. I really want to see Flightline win, so I'm going to be rooting for that horse. Uh, go Flightline, and uh, again, everybody have a great day. All right, Steve Pollock, he's ready to roll. Again, he's got his regular full card and best bets, and if you really want to dig in, the big boy package is available as it is on Breeders' Cup Saturdays where Steve just goes deeper, bigger tickets, uh, more coverage, uh, stronger plays for the big players. The big boy is available today. Uh, for Breeders' Cup Saturday. We're going to take our first break. We're coming back with Jay Freelander right after this on Breeders' Cup Saturday on Inside Race. Keep up. 
Patriot AM 1150. Naira Bats has become the go-to for betting horse racing for fans across the country. They enjoy incredible HD live video and replays, competing in online contests, and earning more back with exclusive promotions. It all starts with new players earning up to a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON200. Sign up now at NairaBets.com or download the Naira Bets app to get started with promo code JASON200. You're listening to The Patriot, AM 1150. Back. Uh, I thought we'd get a little Stevie Wonder and get things pumped up, get you smiling on a Breeders' Cup Saturday. You can't listen to Stevie Wonder and not just smile. It's awesome. Um, all right, very quickly, Naira Bets. Um, it's the place to be to make your wagers. If you don't have an account, you know you can use the, the code JASON25. Uh, you get your uh, deposit uh, doubled up to $200 plus a $25 free wager. If you already have an account, make sure to opt in to their promotions, which include today a $10 win bet bonus on each Breeders' Cup race. So you can win $10 extra. Uh, all you have to do is, is hit a $20 win bet, and uh, you get an extra 10 bucks in your account. Boom, just like that. And on Flightline, they're going to double your payout up to $20. So there's that. Um, NairaBet's always looking for ways to help out the player, and uh, the website works so well. Uh, to watch replays, and of course, the, to make all your wagers quickly and efficiently is the place to be. So, uh, Naira Bets, go make it happen, whether it's the first time or you're a regular user. Uh, this is the day, right? Be ready and uh, hey, get a little extra. All you have to do is opt in. Remember, if you're already a member, you do have to click the button and opt in to these promos. That's all you have to do. And, uh, and then you're set up to double up on Flightline and get that $10 win bet bonus as well. All right. Uh, Jay's been cashing a lot of win bets. Let's let's be let's be clear about that. Hit the try last week on the radio play, two hundred and sixty-three dollars. Uh, yesterday had Mischief Magic for the man Charlie Appleby to kick off the Breeders' Cup. Also had Meditate, uh, who paid six dollars there and hit the try in the last race uh, that I talked about earlier on the show for one hundred and seventy dollars. And had the horse next, uh, that beautiful gray horse who won the long distance race right before the Breeders' Cup and paid uh, $12 and change. So, Jay, uh, coming into Breeders' Cup, ready to roll, right? Already. Good morning, Jason. Good morning to you, sir. It's been a, a hell of a summer and fall for you, and here we have a wonderful uh, nine-race Breeders' Cup card topped by Flightline uh, at the end, but uh, value all over the card. Just have to be focused and, uh, you know, put it together correctly once or twice, and I can do it for the day. Absolutely. I, I think there's actually more value on today's card than there was on yesterday's uh, with more prices uh, possibility, though I was certainly uh, I was certainly incorrect about one. I did think Cave Rock was a lock, but that was the only lock that I missed. Uh, and you just was beaten by a horse that improved a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the and like the track experience over the track is, is huge uh, at Keeneland, especially. And Forte had that. And and ran to it. Uh, he ran a, a, a beautiful race. That horse has a really nice move <laughs> around the turn, and I think might have surprised Cave Rock and, and Juan Hernandez a little bit uh, out in the middle of the track there. But, uh, yeah, and you got a price on Charlie Appleby yesterday. I don't think that's happening today. Um, <laughs> now, yeah. now that he did, he did it again uh, with Mischief Magic, who was so impressive in the first race there in that sprint and uh, just missed in the last race, obviously, uh, by an inch. Uh, with Silver Knot, who was bet, 
and uh, he's got a bunch of runners today. We've already talked about them, two in the turf, uh, one in the uh, sprint, uh, turf sprint. So uh, Charlie Appleby ready to go, uh, and his horses always are firing in the Breeders' Cup. So it's just uh, been amazing to watch this guy turn Godolphin around from a struggling operation to once again dominant, especially in America when they show up. It's been quite the move. Oh, absolutely. And congratulations to you, Jason, on uh, on your big pick yesterday. Um, I was uh, really rooting for that horse because uh, what was the name Love the Cause uh, was just, uh, you know, making a big move around the turn. I thought he was going to get there, but that was a nice, uh, nice call by you and a really nice payout for place. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Leave No Trace was the horse uh, in the uh, juvenile Phillies. Yeah, paid twenty dollars to place, twelve dollars to show. Uh, we'll take that. And if if you backwheeled the horse, paid one hundred and fifty uh, on the exacto there. So yeah, she ran huge from the outside post at uh, twenty-seven to one. So yeah, that was a good one. That will take it. Uh, that that helped yeah. the bankroll a little bit. Um, I'm happy to say that. So yeah, ready to roll today and uh, and see how things play out. You are going to talk about uh, the Philly and Mare turf. Is that correct? That is correct. Why don't we start at Santa Anita, and then we'll build up to the big one. All right, let's do it. All right, let's uh, go to Santa Anita Race 10. And it's not characteristic of me to pick a favorite, uh, as you know, but um, nice. this one's a three-to-one favorite. It's a fairly mild one, and I just uh, I think the chances of this one you know, not only winning are excellent, but um, I think there's enough of a field here where there's a potentially nice uh, trifecta in play. So uh, you know, that's the reason for making this the call. And that's uh, number three, Cocktail Princess. Uh, Cocktail Princess has uh, gotten off and led every step in every race of her career until that last fraction, and uh, then has kind of caved a little bit. But uh, now uh, seems to be a different uh, different filly on turf. Uh, I do think, um, you know, uh, on turf this one showed a new dimension. And um, uh, in the last uh, race before this, uh, Steve Knapp took a chance. Clay, uh, he, of course, went uh, to his barn and then kind of took a chance at 50000 because thought that would get her over the hump. It didn't. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, he lost and got claimed out of that one. Uh, now, uh, then ran that turf race and just ran huge uh, for new uh, trainer George Papadromo, who's had a huge year and uh, a breakthrough year for George Papadromo. So congratulations to him. So yeah. uh, this this time, I, I do think uh, the only horse that uh, I really look at as the biggest threat, Smiling Amy, uh, comes from well off the pace and and uh, draws the rail. So Cocktail Princess is going to have three jumps on her right from the start. And uh, I think Smiling Amy's crying out for a route. So look for Smiling Amy when she finally gets two turns. I think that's what you want. But uh, today, I just think uh, it's no mistakes time. I think Cocktail Princess goes to lead, as she always does. But this time, she forgets to stop. There we go. Um, yeah, she's on the grass and was impressive on the grass last time. Gets back on it today. So the three is the is the win bet, whatever the price may be, five to two, somewhere around there. But let's talk about the try. Yeah, uh, we're going to use a few horses underneath. Uh, we'll, of course, use Amy's Princess. Uh, we'll use a first-time starter from Phil D'Amato, Carol Lombard. Uh, we'll use that shipper, Nivan. We'll use Sarande, who's got better form than looks at 8-1. to one. And underneath only, a 30-1 to one shot, Bubbles for Mia, who I really think can't win this race but has a shot to hit the board at a huge price. So we're going to play it like this. We'll play the main ticket, three, with one, two, five, six, eleven with all. And then we'll throw Amy's Princess on top, just in case uh, that trouble in the trouble line was worse than uh, it looks, and uh, that Amy's Princess could get up today. I think there's a possibility. So one with three with all, 
as the main saver. And then uh, we'll play two other savers. We're going to play one, two, five, eleven with three with one, two, five, six, eleven. That gets thirty to one bubbles for me on the ticket. And then one, two, five, eleven with one, two, five, six, eleven with number three uh, cocktail princess. And I'd say a win bet only on cocktail princess. I normally would at three to one. However, she's never been out of the money. And together, uh, Papa Dromo and, and Kyle Fry are 80 percent uh, in the money when they team up. So you got to think, even though you know the you know, show price is going to be short, if you're a bridge jumper, this might be the show bet for you. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. And again, that's the last race at Santa Anita. Uh, cocktail princess is the three. And uh, you got the trifecta play there with the one, two, five, six, and 11. Uh, again, that closes the show. Final race of the day on a very long, very big day, uh, which starts in about one hour with the first Breeders' Cup race at Keeneland. And then we'll end with the race you just talked about uh, late in the day, especially on the East Coast, race 10 at Santa Anita, the three cocktail princess. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With one, two, five, six, eleven. Uh, and then work in the trifecta from there uh, to close it out on the get-out race at the Great Race Place. Uh, all right, sir. Well, you've had a, a very nice meet there and done very, very well at Keeneland. So let's jump there and uh, let's talk about the Philly and Mare turf where there are many uh, Europeans who showed up for this one, which is no surprise. And they've, of course, had great success in this race, as you would expect. Um, so, uh, and we've got some, some pretty nice Chad Browns uh, trained Horses in here and others. It's just a really, really nice race. It's race six on the Keeneland card. Uh, yes, it is indeed. And we'll see some of our uh, local stars uh, that have done well here going head-to-head with some of the Euros going to Vegas. I know uh, the owners, some people in the ownership group out there is taking uh, her swing today. And uh, I think going to Vegas, like always, will give it all she has. And mm-hmm. uh, rooting for her to do, uh, you know, fairly well, but not too well, because uh, (laughs) there's somebody else we like better here. Uh, We're going to try to beat the favorite, Nashua, and uh, certainly there's nothing really negative to be said about Nashua. She's in stellar form, uh, coming off uh, two uh, Group 1 wins and a second in in one of the biggest races in France, the Prix de l'Opera. So, uh, you know, Nashua's coming into this in fine fettle, as they might say, as as Michael Rona might say. But uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, we're going to try to beat uh, Nashua today. And uh, I think there's a horse that can do it. My theory has always been that, uh, you know, trainers will really try to, you know, pump up for the big race on the card. And certainly the Breeders' Cup uh, Philly and Mare Turf is one of the biggest races in the world. And mm-hmm. um, But uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the biggest race uh, that we've seen over in Europe, which is, of course, the, uh, the capital of turf racing, uh, look back at the Epsom Oaks, which was a huge race that uh, we all watched. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, uh, the, the Epsom Oaks, who are now called the Kazoo Oaks, they have sponsorship now, uh, was won by the horse I like today who finished behind Nashua. And that's number five Tuesday with, yes, that man, Ryan Moore, uh, coming mm-hmm. from the Aiden O'Brien board. Uh, and I, I will say over the, over the years, Aiden O'Brien, 
Ryan hasn't always, you know, clicked in the Breeders' Cup, not to the degree that Charlie Appleby has. But when he connects with Ryan Moore, I mean, you know they mean business. That's his go-to rider, just like William, oh, yeah. William Buick is uh, Charlie Appleby's go-to rider. Uh, when those two team up, you've got to take notice. And uh, right, you know, this, this horse uh, you know, got out at the Kazoo Oaks, uh, made the lead early, and held on every step. Emily Upjohn made a furious rally at her. I'm, I'm just disappointed Emily Upjohn isn't uh, in this race today because uh, that, that filly has some major talent. But uh, you know, it, it helps uh, because uh, you know, she uh, has a better chance of beating Tuesday, I think, than almost any of these other horses. And uh, Tuesday is finally reunited with Ryan Moore. Uh, you know, when they teamed up together uh, out of one, two, three, four, five, six races, they were in the exact of five times and only missed in the very tough Irish Derby, which is almost a million-dollar race. So I just think at, at eight to one, Tuesday, who finished p- behind Nashua, finished behind above the curve, is going to be kind of overlooked today. And uh, reunited with uh, Ryan Moore, who gives up mounts on three or four other horses in here, uh, including another uh, another uh, Aiden O'Brien, including a Joseph. O'Brien uh, horse, who he's had some success with. Uh, I just think this is the day to take a shot with t- uh, Tuesday at a nice price of eight to one, and I I think we get every bit of that. Yeah, I think uh, you know also back on firm turf today. The last two races, a couple of losses for Tuesday were on very soft turf uh, at Longchamp in uh, Paris, and uh, gets on firm turf today. And, and there have been quite a few Aiden O'Brien horses who've been in that position. And when they get back on the firm turf, watch out. Uh, and uh, I, I think uh, Tuesday is one of those. And I think you get a price on her, which is pretty rare for this combination uh, of O'Brien and Ryan Moore. Of course, they won the last race for you uh, on Victoria Road yesterday um, and uh, are looking to do it again. But, yeah, she's a very, very interesting play here. Form maybe a little bit disguised and it uh, looks like she might be a little bit over the top, but she may not. And if not, watch out because any horse that wins the Oaks – uh, over there, more than capable of winning this race. Uh, and she does get uh, a few pounds being a three year old. She gets four pounds against her elders, which doesn't hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just think there are a lot of factors in Tuesday's favor today, and I like the fact that she's a front runner. Uh, she'll be in the in the leading pack, if not on the lead itself, and that really helps in a race where there's you know this many horses and uh, that much potential for traffic issues. Yeah. All right. So win bet uh, and maybe a place bet on Tuesday. And uh, what about exotics? Okay, well, uh, we'll use uh, this is, uh, I think, the ideal situation of the exacto wheel. So five with all and all with five on Tuesday. And we'll throw in a trifecta as well, a small one. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, the, I think the exact is the main play. But I think that race that they all come out of, uh, the Pre-Litdale Opera, uh, with Nashua and above the curve, makes sense for a, a little trifecta as a bonus play here. So five with three, four with all in the trifecta. It won't cost you very much. Say that one more time. Five with? Oh, it's five with three, four with all. And uh, we're hoping for a, a big long shot in that third spot. Something like going to Vegas. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. I don't think so. Uh, I give her very little <laughs> chance, very little chance in this field. Um, but, you know, it's the Breeders' Cup. And like I said earlier, all is the move there. When it's that small a ticket on top, you know, don't leave one, two, or three horses out because they will get you. And uh, that's – you just can't do that, especially on a day like this. Uh, all right, so, again, race six, the Philly and Mare turf to play the five Tuesday for uh, Aiden O'Brien and Ryan Moore and the Cool Moore crew from Ireland who had such a huge day yesterday and uh, looking to back it up and do it again here today. Jay, it's been uh, a tremendous run for you. 
Um, and I know you're still seeing the ball beautifully, so wishing you the best of luck today at Keeneland for Breeders' Cup and also at Santa Anita. Three more winners there yesterday. So, uh, sir, go get them. All right. Thank you, Jason. Okay. Jay Friedlander having fun, and, and he should be. He's, he's delivering and uh, looking to do it again today. Ah, all right. When we come back, Thoroughgraph. Uh, they've got the first Breeders' Cup race for you. They had a $25 and $86 best bet at Aqueduct last week. $86 best bet, double crown. Woof. Uh, and, and some other scores I'll talk about right after this when we come back on Inside Racing. Naira Bats has become the go-to for betting horse racing for fans across the country. They enjoy incredible HD live video and replays, competing in online contests, and earning more back with exclusive promotions. It all starts with new players earning up to a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON200. Sign up now at NairaBets.com or download the Naira Bets app to get started with promo code JASON200. The tradition races on as the Del Mar Bing Crosby season opens Friday, November 11th. With great racing and a special Veterans Day celebration presented by Run Happy. The season kicks off with events like the Uncorked Wine Festival, Saturday, November 12th. Brunch and Brews presented by Modelo on November 19th. And Thanksgiving at the track. Access the exclusive Turf Club with Turf Club Friday's Ultimate Happy Hour and Sunday's Taste of the Turf Club, featuring a three-course brunch and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys till 3 p.m., all at beautiful Del Mar. As always, there will be big betting pools and big payouts, and the wagering menu gives you every option, especially the 14% low takeout early pick five. Oh, yeah, and the win, place, and show takeout of 15.4% is the lowest in racing. So remember, Del Mar opens this coming Friday, November 11th. We'll see where the turf meets the surf. This is the Patriot AM 1150. Come on, Stevie. We're back. Final segment, Breeders' Cup Saturday, Inside Racing. I'm Jason Levine. Happy to be with you. As always, a quick reminder, this is closing weekend at Santa Anita. So today and tomorrow, there will be mandatory payouts tomorrow. Potentially a very large pick six payout tomorrow at the Great Race Place to close the show there. And uh, and then Del Mar kicks into gear starting on Friday, leading up to the uh, Turf Festival around Thanksgiving and uh, into early December. So looking forward to the Bing Crosby meet at Del Mar, again, starting Friday and then uh, jumping in next weekend. So that's, that's where we're headed. But the focus today is on uh, Keeneland because that's where the Breeders' Cup is at. And uh, whew, here we go. Uh, I did mention, again, a couple monster scores for Thoroughgraph last week, 86 and uh, $25 best bets there. They had a nice uh, best bet exactly yesterday with Meditate and Probable Passage, who was another long shot that I liked, who got bet but ran very well to be second. Nobody was beating Meditate, uh, but that was a nice call there. And uh, a lot of action today. So we're going to start with the, the first Breeders' Cup race, which is right around an hour from now. One hour from now, we're going to be running this race. It's the uh, Philly and Mare Turf Sprint. Not Turf, excuse me. Philly and Mare Sprint, seven furlongs on the dirt. And um, the play here is a is really a four-horse box playing against the defending champion, CeCe, who's four to one in the morning line and, and will take some money. 
And again, who is kind of an in and out horse, good race, bad race, and is set up kind of for the, the wrong way here. Um, she is 0 for 1 at Keeneland. And uh, the play is uh, to play against her and also the outside filly, Echo Zulu, uh, who is a very talented three-year-old who was so impressive winning the two-year-old. Uh, juvenile uh, Philly race on dirt last year at Del Mar, but has not really improved much as a three-year-old until the last race where she really kind of stepped up uh, in the dogwood at Churchill Downs. But uh, she draws a very, very difficult post today and, and really just isn't fast enough on thoroughgraph to compete with this group. So we're going to bid against those two. And the play is uh, to use five, seven, eight, twelve, and then also the six. So I'll go through that. The five is Frank's Rockette. Six to one morning line. I think we'll get all of that. Trained by Bill Mott. Uh, she comes off back-to-back -back negative halves. Uh, so she's sitting on a very, very good race, a potential career top here for Frank's Rockette. Lightly raced this year for Bill Mott. The six is the last horse in the box. That's the Japanese horse, the only one today, Chain of Love, who's running some very, very big races in Dubai. She comes off a win in Japan. And uh, she can run and could hit the board here and really – pump up the uh, the try and super box here. So I uh, use her on the bottom only. Uh, the seven is obligatory. Another Bill Mott horse, Jose Ortiz rides. She's got a couple of negative numbers in her last three races. She comes from behind. She will get a lot of pace in here to chase. So I think it sets up for her. We're going to use her for sure. And the eight, Goodnight Olive, the likely favorite, have to use her. She has the fastest number in the field. She's been given nine weeks since then by Chad Brown. Uh, and uh, she'll probably be around five to two, three to one. We'd like to beat her here, but if she wins, we want to make sure to have her uh, on the ticket. And then the 12, Lady Rocket uh, for Brad Cox. Tough post, but uh, she put up a, a huge number, a negative two last time at Aqueduct. She's a five-year-old getting good. She does have a win over a, a, a fast dirt track at Keelan, which is very important. It's not on her form here. Uh, and Lady Rocket with Joel Rosario uh, should be able to track the speed. And she's going to be a nice price, 10 to 1 on the morning line. So, again, it's 5, 7, 8, 12, the main four horses. And then also using the six, Chain of Love, who's going to be a huge price, uh, underneath only in the Exacta Try and Super Box for the Philly and Mare Sprint Race 3, which goes off in just about an hour. So uh, hopefully get some prices and start things off there knock one out of the park and then uh and then cruise from there that's the idea right so hey just make sure have a plan have a good time and uh enjoy the first eight races and then we've got flight line to close the show at keeneland on breeders cup saturday so on behalf of steve and jay uh doing our best for you and uh wishing you the best of luck today um we'll talk to you next week right here at seven on inside racing go get them KEIB Los Angeles. This is the Patriot. AM 1150. Broadcasting throughout the Southland and all over the world on iHeartRadio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.